0: So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide to grab your copy of the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner. And I can promise you, you're going to elevate your brand instantly. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide. You're listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast, episode 178. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Hey there, Amy Porterfield here and welcome to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. I am so overly excited for this episode because it's all about list building. And you likely already know I'm borderline obsessed with this topic. And I think the reason for that is I know through my own experiences and those of my students that list building, when done right, can dramatically change your business. Now, what does it mean to say list building done right? Well, we're going to get into some strategies and some specifics today to help you kind of get your head wrapped around where you want to focus in terms of your list building efforts. Now, this episode is dedicated to all things list building, not just because I'm obsessed with the topic, but more so because it's something that we continually need to talk about to make sure that you are moving your list building initiatives in your business forward. So tell me this, what are you currently doing or perhaps not doing to add a consistent flow of highly engaged subscribers to your email list every single week? The reason I bring this up now is because I feel we've reached an interesting time in the world of profitable list growth. On one hand, you no longer need me or anyone else for that matter to tell you how critical having a highly engaged and constantly growing email list is to the success of your business. It's like, thank you, Captain Obvious. You already know this. But by the same token, about 95% of online entrepreneurs I talk to are still struggling to dial in their list growth in a predictable or even sustainable way. Maybe a small trickle of subscribers come in from like an epic Facebook post you did or an epic Facebook live. So you've got some subscribers trickling in maybe a few a week from that. Or maybe you did an awesome podcast interview with an influencer and you know you're getting some subscribers from that one podcast interview. Yeah, it's all good, better than nothing, but still a far cry from the consistent, and predictable list growth that your business is truly relying on. Trust me on that one. So that's why we need to have this exact discussion today. Not only do I want you to have the confidence to double down on a consistent list building strategy that you feel good about, so it's genuine, it's in your voice, you're offering things that you know your ideal audience wants, and you feel really good about those offers. That's where I want you to be. But also, I want to get you fully up to speed on the exact strategies working right now so that you can focus your time and energy only on what you really want to be working on. And you will have a dedicated email list of raving fans that can't wait till you're ready to sell your services, your consulting, or your programs. So instead of slipping into overwhelm trying to do all the things, all at once, I want to help you get focused. So that's what this episode is all about. I want to dive into the questions I get asked the most in terms of list building the right way. I think it's important that you fully understand where you want to go with this. And before we get into any how-to, we've got to kind of set that foundation so you feel really up to speed in terms of what's working and what will work in your business and what you really are excited about implementing in your business. So I think as I go through these frequently asked questions around list building, you're going to start to make some decisions for your own list building efforts. And at the end of this episode, my hope is that you have a really good understanding as to where you want to focus on your business when it comes to list List building. And at the end of this episode, stay with me here because I'm going to invite you to a free training that I'm doing all by myself, so no guests this time. And it's called the Ultimate List Building Catch Up Plan. So if you've ever felt behind in your list building, I'm going to show you how to get caught up quickly in terms of what to do inside your business to create a list building foundation that can run on autopilot. So stay with me until the very end, and I'll tell you where to go to sign up for that free live training. Okay, so let's get to it. The first question I get asked a lot is around coming up with a good idea for your lead magnet. So your freebie, your giveaway, usually a PDF of some kind, cheat sheet, checklist, blueprint... Possibly a mini training video, so you can use different medias to create your lead magnet. But a lot of my students say, I'm still struggling to come up with a really good idea, and they want to know what criteria I use to come up with my lead magnet ideas. And this is exactly what I would do if I were you. First, I would think of my ideal customer avatar, and I would think, where are they right now? I mean, right this minute, if you were to go into their house and they were sitting on the couch and they were thinking about or working on something related to your niche. So in my case, let's say they were sitting at their computer and they were thinking about doing a webinar. So I would ask myself, okay, where are they right now, right in this minute? And then I'll come back to that question because I would say, What small but significant step can I help my avatar take to move them closer to needing or wanting to work with me in a paid capacity? So I'm going to read that one more time. What small yet significant step can I help my avatar take right now to move them closer to needing or wanting to work with me in a paid capacity? Now, the reason that I'm asking those two questions, where are they right now and what small but significant step can I help them take? The reason I'm asking those two questions is because if your lead magnet starts where your avatar is right now, then you are going to become that trusted go-to source because usually when people are stuck, they need someone to say, do this right now. And if they can get a quick win, They can breathe a little bit easier. They can see the possibilities. They're open to moving forward even more. So let's take that example for webinars. For webinars, a lot of my students, where they are right now, is they're thinking, well, I don't have a webinar topic. I don't know what I would even talk about on a webinar. Even before they're thinking, I don't know what to sell on a webinar, they're thinking, I don't know even what the topic might be. And so I created a freebie to help my students come up with a webinar topic. And of course, that webinar topic is going to be aligned with what they're selling. So I'll teach that in the freebie. But again, I'm starting really just right where they're at. And once you have a webinar topic, it's like you're almost excited to jump in and do even more, right? Like, okay, now that I've got a topic, what do I do next? And that's precisely where I want my audience to be. So for you, I'm sure you do way different things than me. So ask yourself, where is that avatar right now? Now, this gets a little tricky. Avatar discussions kind of stress people out where they're saying, well, some people on my list are here, but others are there. And what about these people? They're kind of different. Just choose the low-hanging fruit, like the bulk of your audience or those that you really know you can serve right away with, let's say, a live workshop or a program you've already recorded, whatever it might be. Let's just go after one subset. Where are they right this minute? And what's that one small but significant step you can help them take? You are looking for the quick win. So that's what I want you to think about. Now, a lot of the times my students already have a really great lead magnet and they think they don't because they're not getting any traffic to it. So let's talk about getting traffic to a lead magnet, because if you have just one lead magnet and you feel that it is a valuable action packed lead magnet, and it's basically answering the questions I just laid out for you then the issue is likely not the lead magnet, but everything to do with getting enough traffic there to grow your list significantly every single week. So the question I often get asked is, I struggle to get enough traffic to my lead magnet to make all the effort of putting it together worth it. So what's working right now to drive more traffic? And this is why I love to talk about list building, because when you are talking about list building and usually social media, things change pretty quickly. So it's important that we continue to have the conversation. And I share with you, hey, I tried this and this is working really well, or I tried that. And I think you could try that in your own business and and see some really good results. So I love to have those conversations with you. So here's what I'm doing in my business that's working really well for list building. And you can try it on for size and see if it might work for you. First of all, you've got to embrace video when it comes to list building. I mean, we've been talking about video a lot and we need to embrace video for all areas of our business. But list building, the reason why it works so well in that capacity is because people are giving you their name and email. That is a hot commodity. They hold that name and email tight to their chest because they really don't want another insignificant email in their inbox. So because a name and email is a hot commodity, you need to make sure that people trust you, that they feel very good about giving up that hot commodity in exchange for your lead magnet. So if we assume your lead magnet is a really great free offer, then from there, we've got to build that trust. And you can do that so much easier now than ever before with video and social media. So I'm talking about Facebook Live, Snapchat, Insta Stories, just video in general. If you make a short little video that you maybe teach something in the video and then the call to action is go sign up for your freebie that is aligned with what you taught, you could do a pre-recorded video and upload it to Facebook and Twitter and wherever else you want to upload it. Or you could do something more timely, more relevant and jump on Facebook Live. The great thing is with Facebook Live, you do a session and maybe you don't have a huge audience showing up for that live session. But then that Facebook Live is now a recording on your Facebook page. So it lives beyond the live and Facebook loves video. So it's going to push that video out into the newsfeed more so than if you just did a post with a static image that talked about your freebie and you encourage people to go sign up for it. That just doesn't work anymore. And so I'd love to see you do a Facebook Live. And I've talked about Facebook Lives on my show before. So we'll link to some of those episodes in the show notes. But I want you to think about getting on Facebook Live teaching something maybe for a good 10, 15 minutes and then say, if you like this and you want to make it actionable, I've got a freebie for you. And either you send them to a blog post that has some kind of freebie, we call it a content upgrade in that blog post. Or to make it just directly more actionable, send them to a standalone opt-in page. I do this a lot with my Facebook Lives. Rarely will you ever see me do a Facebook Live without a call to action to some kind of freebie, some kind of cheat sheet, checklist, worksheet, whatever it might be. So I say use Facebook Lives on a weekly basis if you can make that happen in order to get your freebies out into the world and in front of the people that matter most to you. Insta stories. I don't use Snapchat, but I kind of see Insta stories and Snapchat kind of like the same type of media in the sense of you're jumping on their 15 second videos that you can kind of string together. And the more interesting you can make them, the better. And they only last for 24 hours on your Insta story channel. And then they go away. And I've been doing Insta stories a lot around different list building opportunities. So I might tell a quick story and then I'll tell people where they can go to get a freebie to help them with the same challenge that I had, whatever it might be. Insta stories are great, but what I've learned over, you know, doing them a lot over the last few months is that you just don't want a talking head for like 10 different 15 second chunks of video. So I tend to follow people that I really love how they're showing up on Insta stories and I pay attention to what they're doing. And what you'll see is maybe the first 15 seconds, you'll see their face and maybe some kind of text below to tell you what the video's about. And then next, instead of a 15 second video, it's just a snapshot of something that they're talking about. And then it might come back to them direct to camera and then it might go to another snapshot or the camera might be forward facing where they're showing you something. But as long as it's just not a talking head the whole time, I think that keeps things more interesting. And for all of you that don't love to be on video, just like me, it's kind of refreshing to think that that works really well. But anyway, you want to create an Insta story that's interesting and will get people to take action. And so Facebook Live, Facebook video in general, Insta stories, Snapchat, Any kind of video that you can get out where you can not only just promote your freebie, but also tell a story, make it interesting, give them a reason why they just gotta go get that lead magnet, so very important. And then you can take it to the next level and run Facebook ads all around list building. Now, I did a two-part podcast episode series around getting started with list building Facebook ads. So I already did that episode. I will link to it in the show notes if you're thinking about using Facebook ads for list building, but that's a whole other way you can do it. I say try them all. I say expand your horizon and use multiple different ways to get out in front of your ideal audience to talk about your lead magnet. Now, you don't need tons of different lead magnets, even if you just had one, but you focused on it and you found new ways to talk about it. That works as well. Now. I say every single week you should be sharing your lead magnet in different ways. So if you have a lead magnet that's a PDF, I'd love to see you share it on Instagram and Facebook Live and maybe do an Instagram post where you talk about it. So I want you to do this in multiple ways. I think that's really important. That's what most people are not doing. They're missing the mark on the fact that you want to expand your opportunities to get the message out there. Also, you can think in terms of PR. So maybe you're interviewed on somebody's podcast and you get to mention it, or you're guest blogging for somebody and you get to link to it. So there's other ways that you can get that lead magnet out there. Just get creative. Here's one thing I know to be true for me and so many of my students. I have to be intentional about the kind of stuff I'm going to do to get the word out. So if I'm going to do an Instagram story about a lead magnet this week, it's got to be on my calendar. I know I'm a planner and it takes away some of the spontaneity, but the thing is, I'm likely not going to be spontaneous in stuff like this. I get bogged down with work. I... I'm focusing on a new project and I'll forget that I want to jump on a Facebook live and promote the freebie or do an Instagram story or whatever it might be. So if you're intentional, let's say on Sunday night and you say, okay, I'm going to do three things this week to promote my lead magnet. And this is what I'm going to do. Mark it on your calendar, choose a time to do it and get it done. That definitely helps me out immensely. Okay, moving on to the next question. I get asked this one a lot, and it is, what do I do once someone joins my email list? And the second question to follow usually is, should I be sending a nurture sequence for my new subscribers? Now, I'm gonna talk about stuff that I've never talked about before. I just finished my program, List Builders Lab 2.0. At the time of this recording, it's not even available yet, but it's all recorded. And I added some new stuff in there, specifically around email marketing and nurture sequences. And I'm gonna give you a little taste of what I shared inside of that program. So when you ask me, Amy, what do I send out once someone joins my email list? In the past, I would have said, you've got to send out A confirmation email. And that confirmation email is something like, Hey there, I'm so excited that you signed up for this freebie. All you need to do is click here to download it instantly. And here's what you're going to learn. And thanks so much for signing up. Bye. And what I've learned over time is that that type of email just falls flat, dead in the water. And there's so much more you can do with that very first email you send out once somebody joins your email list. Now, full disclosure, the strategy that I'm going to tell you about in a moment, I didn't create it. It was created by my own copywriter and dear, dear friend, Rye Schwartz. And one day, Ryan and I were talking, and he said something about the fact that he hates those standard confirmation emails. And my ears perked up because I'm like, what do you mean you hate them? I send those out in my own email marketing. And he says, there's so much more you can do. And he feels that the first email you send should build value from the get-go and immediately dial up your own leadership and authority, prepping your new subscribers to eventually buy. He calls this type of email a what this says about you email, you being the person reading it, a what this says about you email. And he says, this type of email, instead of just delivering the freebie and then say, see ya, you're going to dive deeper into the underlying problems or desire that motivated your avatar to sign up for your freebie in the first place. And so in this confirmation email, you are going to actually address the challenge that they want to solve. You know this because they just signed up for a freebie related to a challenge or a desire. Sometimes it's a challenge. Sometimes it's just something that they truly, dearly want. So challenge or desire. So in the email, instead of just saying, here's what I promised you, enjoy, I want you to talk about the challenge and I want you to let them know that you are aware of what they're going through. You totally understand. So you relate to them and I want you to give them hope that there is a solution and the first step is diving into this freebie that you're giving them, but you're going to be on this journey with them. And so just taking the opportunity to make that first email more value-packed is a really important step. Now, after you relate to them and you identify the challenge they're going through and you give them hope that there is a solution and they are now on the right track, you can do one of two things. One, from there, you can instantly invite them to a webinar or a three-part video series or a challenge that leads them in to your funnel to sell one of your programs, products, or services. So Rye says, don't wait. They are ready to find a solution. So there's no need to send them a bunch of content for weeks and weeks and weeks. If you have something to sell and they're telling you, I have a challenge here, help me solve it. So in the PS of that confirmation email that we now call a what this says about you email, In the PS, you can invite them to a webinar or some kind of video series or whatever it is that's going to eventually sell one of your program's products or services. Now, a lot of my students, though, are not ready to sell. So that leads me into the next question. Now that you know that you want to beef up that confirmation email and you want to offer more value but you're not ready to sell, you might say, well, should I be sending a nurture sequence to my new subscribers? And I say, yes, if you are not ready to sell, if you're ready to sell, I would move them into a promo funnel where you can still add value and give free content, but you are intentionally moving them into a promo sequence that is going to sell something. But if you're not ready for that, what I recommend is a short term nurture sequence Maybe three to six emails over three to six weeks, maybe one email a week where you are nurturing your new subscriber in a very specific way. So a nurture sequence is a series of emails you write once and set up inside your email service provider to send out at preset intervals to your new subscribers who sign up for your lead magnet. So in our case, how we're talking about it here is that the nurture sequence will be sent out after you send that what this says about you confirmation email. Now, you might be asking, what kind of content do I put into a nurture sequence? Well, the goal here is to create an experience. They are new to your email list. They are new to you and your content, more importantly. So you want to give them a taste of what you're all about, but you also want to invite them in and let them know that you are going to be their go-to source. You are there to help and support, and you have the answers that they need. So here is a list of examples that you can include in your nurture sequence. One, you can share your stories. So give them a glimpse of who you are and what you're all about. Two, you can offer a quick lesson. So teach something inside of your nurture sequence. You could share a recent discovery or some kind of aha moment that you've had that will be relatable to them. Or you can ask them a question. So if you wanna understand them more and get to know them Have them hit reply on an email and give you some information. Make it easy for them to answer and do your very best to reply back to everybody. When your list is small, that is something that is very doable. Maybe provide a resource list of some kind. Deliver a case study or a success story. So instead of telling a story about yourself, you're telling a story about somebody that you supported or somebody that you helped. So these are different things that you can add to a nurture sequence, but the topics that you put into your nurture sequence emails should relate or be aligned with your freebie. So of course, if somebody signed up for a freebie around webinars, then my entire nurture sequence would be focused on webinars, whether it be the mindset behind doing webinars or the mechanics. So I really want you to stay aligned with whatever freebie they signed up for. Now, here's something that I've really never talked about that is so very important, and that is that in your nurture sequence, and quite honestly, you can use this in all you do as it pertains to list building, you always want to include simple calls to action. So you want to do this in your nurture sequence, but you definitely also want to do this in any emails you send in all of your social media. So Pay attention here because this part is really important. Simple calls to action actually get your audience into the habit of of doing something with you, engaging with you. So I'm talking about really simple things like click this link in an email. So let's take it back to your Nurture Sequence series. You'll have them click a link to go check out a blog post or click a link to watch a video or hit reply in the email to give you a little information about themselves. Or you might encourage them to write a list of three things that they want to do to X, Y, Z. Or in social media, you'll ask them to reply with a list of three things that they want to do related to X, Y, Z. Or in social media, you might ask them to double tap on an Instagram photo or click like on a Facebook post or whatever it might be. These are what are called micro conversions, little actions that get your fans into the habit of engaging with you. Now, imagine if you're constantly doing this in an authentic way, you're actually adding value to them by getting them to take action. Imagine what this will equate to when you go into a promotion, when you are ready to sell. Having them click a link to go check out a webinar or click a link to go check out a sales page won't be too different from what they're used to doing when they see a communication from you. So these micro conversions really add up and they build a habit with your followers so that they're more likely to engage in your promotions when you are ready to sell. Pretty good, right? I feel like this is a conversation that we definitely need to have in order to help you build your list building efforts because you're having them click to go sign up for a freebie or click to go sign up for a video you created or whatever that might be. But then this leads into promotions as well. Okay, so we're switching gears just a bit, and I'm going to go into another question that I get asked a lot that truly is related to everything we've talked about so far. And these next two questions actually are related to different tools that I use inside of my own business in order to grow my email list. Now, the first question is around lead pages because I promote lead pages a bunch. And sometimes a student will ask me, listen, Amy, I don't want to pay for lead pages and I have a website that allows me to create opt-in page templates and thank you page templates. So can't I just use the different templates inside of my website? Or sometimes they have an email service provider that comes with templates as well. And I'm totally fine, of course, if you're not using lead pages, but I thought what would be valuable if I gave you a few criteria to think about for your opt-in page for your lead magnet and for your thank you page as well, because it is so very important that the page you're sending traffic to, to give you their name and email is a high, high, high converting page. And I don't know about you, but I'm not an expert in that area. I don't study what converts well. I don't run tests and analyze data. However, some of the best of the best companies out there that focus on landing pages do the research. Leadpages happens to be one of them. So for me, because list building is such a huge part of my business, it's something that I really have got to get right from the get-go because I know if I have an engaged email list, I am more likely to impact lives and sell more of my programs. No doubt about it. So because I take list building so seriously in my business, not just because I teach it, but because I use the strategies of list building in my own business, because I take it so seriously, I'm only going to use the best of the best tools to do so. So that's why I happen to use lead pages for my opt in pages because I know they all convert really well. So if I come to the table with a really good offer and some good copy, I can drag and drop some images, some text into that opt in page, and that's the last thing I have to do there. It's going to convert well. But let's say you don't want to use lead pages. Let's talk about some criteria you want to look into. Number one, the templates you are using should be proven to convert. Meaning there's some science and data behind the actual template design. And they've done their homework, whatever tool you're using, they've done their homework to make sure that the button is placed there because it converts the best. The images go here because this is where the eye is going to go to. Like there needs to be some data and research behind that template to make sure you're using one that has converted for other entrepreneurs really well. The second thing is I'd look for a tool that's drag and drop. I don't know about you, but I don't want to deal with any code, and I don't want to hire a programmer every time I want to create a new lead magnet. So I'm always looking for a drag and drop kind of solution. Another thing is, I've been customizing my opt-in pages more and more, meaning I want to use my images inside of the opt-in pages and on the thank you pages to make them more personal. Because when it comes to list building, the more personal you can get, the better. The more they get to see your face, the more they get to experience your own message through your copy, the more you can make that instant connection and you're just talking to one person, the better. So when we're talking about opt-in pages, using your own images and getting a chance to feature your own content or copy really, really important. So make sure that you can customize your opt-in page so that it represents your own branding. And finally, support. You must be able to get in touch with support at any time when you are stuck. And I think that Leadpages has a great support team, but I'm sure there's other tools out there that also offer great support. But that's one thing that you really want to look into. So what I wouldn't do is probably use a template from my website. So if my website's offering templates, I've never, ever seen a good one. And most email service providers, I don't think they offer good templates either. So I would look for a company that specializes in opt-in pages so that you know you're going to get the best of the best. So that's what I'll say about that, because I know I push lead pages a lot because I think it's the best and the easiest, but I also know there's other great solutions out there. You just got to do your research, and I thought this criteria might help you do just that. Okay, moving into the final question that I get asked a lot, still around this tools topic, is this, Amy, what tools do you use to boost your list building efforts? Because obviously I'm using an email service provider and I use lead pages for my opt-in page and my thank you page. But beyond those tools, it's important to talk about some other tools you can use in order to get more mileage out of your lead magnet. Because remember, we already talked about getting more traffic, Insta stories, Facebook live, Snapchat, Instagram in general, Facebook in general, video in general. That's what's working right now when it comes to getting your lead magnet in front of your ideal audience. But there's more things that you can do. Now, these tools that I'm going to go through, the first few are about your website, So if you are driving traffic, let's say to a blog post, this is one of my favorite ways to list build. I do this with my podcast all the time. So if I'm driving traffic to my show notes and inside my show notes, I have a content upgrade, a lead magnet, a freebie. And let's say in my show notes, I have an image that has the title of the freebie and maybe a quick sentence about what it's about. And then it will have a button that says something like click here to get the freebie. So I do that in a lot of my show notes for my podcast. So I get that image created. It's just a template. We use the same template over and over again. We change out the text and any kind of details around the freebie. But if you click on that button, a pop-up box appears And that's actually a lead box. So this is another way I use lead pages. I always use lead boxes. Now, why this is important for me to bring up here is that it's not the traditional pop up box that appears out of nowhere. People have to see that image in the show notes. They have to want what I'm giving away for free, and they have to click a button that says, yes, give it to me. And when they click that button, then the pop up box appears. So it's a two-step opt-in that converts really, really well. So I use lead boxes for all of my freebies inside of my show notes or on any blog post that I might have a content upgrade, just to make sure. Content upgrade, freebie, I'm using those words interchangeably here, but a content upgrade is a freebie that you've included in a blog post or in the show notes. So you're upgrading to even more content if somebody opts in. So you get you get the point there. So I'll use lead boxes for all of those. Now, another thing I do is I use a traditional pop-up box on specific pages of my website where I want to get in front of my audience one more time. So here's how it looks. If you go to one of my show notes and you're on the show notes for a while, but you haven't yet opted in, a pop-up box will automatically appear. You didn't click anything, you didn't do anything, it's on a timer, a pop-up box will appear, and that pop-up box is featuring my freebie slash my content upgrade for that podcast episode. So it's just one more way of getting in front of you and saying, hey, you know I've got a freebie for this episode, make sure to sign up for it. Now, I don't know about the timing of this episode, but we are fixing our website a little bit more. Recently, we did a whole website rebrand, but there's some kind of weird coding going on with my website that I don't have the exact pop-up box I want to appear. So quite honestly, the one you're seeing is kind of ugly, but we're still going with it because it still really works. But hopefully it's fixed by the time this episode comes out. If not, We'll get it fixed as soon as we can. We're working on it right now. It's a weird tech glitch with my new website. Anyway, the pop-up box that happens automatically, that is one extra way that I get in front of my audience to boost my lead magnet. Now, in addition to that, I also use Push Crew, And I'm gonna link to the next few tools in the show notes. So P-U-S-H-C-R-E-W. And Push Crew is a tool that you set up on your website. And when people come to your website, they have the opportunity to click yes on getting notifications when you have a new blog post that comes out. Now, here's what's really cool about Pushcrew. if you're not yet using it. Let's say you come to my website and you say yes to Push Crew, that you want notifications. And then let's say that you are on Chrome and then you minimize your screen and you're working on your desktop. And then out of the corner of your eye, you see a pop-up box appear in the right corner of your desktop, and it says something about a new episode that I just released on my podcast. So Push Crew doesn't only pop up to notify you of a new post if you're on my website. No matter where you are on the web, no matter if your web is minimized and you're on your desktop or you're inside of a document, it doesn't matter. You're going to get that notification it's pretty dang powerful. I think the first time I saw it was from Dr. Axe and then I looked into it more and we started using it on our blog as well. And it really converts. So Push Crew is one tool that I definitely want you to look into. Now, you might be saying, well, how does that relate to list building? Well, I'm going to encourage you to start adding content upgrades into your weekly blog post or your weekly podcast episodes. So start small. Maybe every month you choose one blog post or show notes or video show notes, whatever you're doing. You choose one piece of content where you're going to add a freebie. And so now you have an automatic lead magnet in one of your pieces of content this month. And when that notification goes out, it's going to a blog post, but eventually they're going to read and they're going to find a freebie that they can opt into. So driving traffic back to a specific blog post, incredibly powerful for list building when you have things set up right. Now, another tool that we use that I love is called Proof, P-R-O-O-F. And I use this on my opt-in pages. So if you have standalone opt-in pages, you can install the Proof app to work on those pages. And here's how it works. If you go to one of my standalone opt-in pages, I don't have this on every single one of them, but I definitely do it for webinars. So if you go to one of my webinar opt-in pages while you're reading the text or when you're thinking about signing up, in the lower left corner, you'll see a little pop-up box appear and it shows you who else has just signed up for that webinar. And a lot of the times it will show the person's picture and their name and where they're from. And depending on how much information the tool can pull from that person, it might just say their first name or it might just say where they're from. But regardless, this is a powerful tool because it's social proof. It's showing you who else just signed up and it's timely. So if I got 100 people to sign up today, it's going to be showing their faces, their names. So I love this tool. Really, really powerful. So proof, I'll link to it in my show notes. And the final thing we do that I think is really cool, and this was all created by Lindsay on my team, so I got to give her a shout out. When somebody comes to my Facebook page and they leave me a message, so you know how you can message somebody on their Facebook page, we've set up the messenger bot to respond back to the person that just left us a message. And it might say something like, thanks so much for reaching out. In the meantime, did you know we have a brand new podcast episode about XYZ? Click here to check it out. So if somebody private messages us on our Facebook page, they'll get an instant message back, and we're constantly, every single week, updating that message with the latest podcast. So remember, most of my podcast episodes have freebies included, which is contributing to my list growth. So. Before we get into the final wrap up, I've got something super important to share with you. I just kind of want to make a point that if you allow yourself to take the weekly content that you're doing every single week, your original content, your blog, your podcast, your videos, whatever you're doing. And you find ways to create lead magnets inside of that content. Maybe not every single time, but if you do it enough times, then you have a handful of lead magnets that you can use in so many different ways. So you can use them in Facebook lives and Insta stories and with a messenger bot and with push crew or however you want to use them. So that's why it's so important, something I talk about a lot, especially inside my program List Builders Lab 2.0, I talk a lot about content creation and creating weekly original content and how to infuse that content with lead magnet opportunities. Because I'm telling you right now, the best of the best list builders, the people that I know have really engaged email lists that definitely are a huge part of their success inside their business, they are linking their original free weekly content to their list building efforts. And that is how they're making the biggest bang inside of their business in terms of finding their audience, growing their audience, and engaging with that audience. So like I said, this is a topic I could go on and on about because I'm semi-obsessed with it. There's so many cool things that you can do with list building, and that is precisely why I have created a brand new, totally free, live training. It's called the Ultimate List Building Catch-Up Plan. My proven three stack system for leveraging the most powerful what's working now list building strategies without the stress, tech confusion, or crazy overwhelm. Pretty long title for a webinar, right? I am so excited. Let me tell you why this free training is extra special. Number one, it's live. And I'm doing it solo. So I haven't done a lot of live webinars this year, and I am so pumped to finally get out there again, do these live webinars, engage with you in real time. And I'm doing it solo, so I'm not bringing on any guests or any hosts, just me. Also, I'm going to be live on video during this training. This is the first time that I've ever been on video during a live webinar the entire time. I think it will make things more personal. I think we'll get to connect at a totally new level, and I think it will make things more interesting. So if you want to see me do a webinar where it's live and I'm on video, please come and join me. And also, of course, I will be extending an invitation into my fully revamped program, List Builders Lab 2.0. But if you know anything about me, you know that for the first probably 45 minutes, you will just get impeccable, free, valuable content that you can take action on. So I always use this mantra each time I go into a live webinar. And I say to myself, no matter if they buy or not, they walk away today feeling excited, inspired, and driven to take action. And I really mean it. I think that's why I spend Hours and hours and hours on the free live training part because to me, that's the most important. So I will be extending an invitation to List Builders Lab 2.0, but you will walk away whether you join that program or not with some new list building strategies, insights, and know-how. That I can promise you. So here's what we're going to cover inside of the ultimate list building catch-up plan. Number one, the biggest list building shifts I've noticed in the last 12 months. So if you keep creating stellar content only to have, let's say, six people actually see it, then it's not worth it right? So I'm going to talk to you about what's working right now in terms of creating the right type of content and getting the right audience to actually see it and sign up for it. I'm also going to be diving into my three favorite emerging platforms. So I think Insta Stories, Facebook Live, and Snapchat are three really valuable tools. I just literally touched on them here in this episode, but I'm gonna get into some formulas, into some how-to related to these platforms so that you can use them for list building. Also, how to know when you're ready to amplify your list building efforts with Facebook ads. So I really do believe it's time for you to embrace list building Facebook ads, but I'm going to help you understand when you're ready to dive in, how much money you need to spend, and actually where to focus with your list building Facebook ads. And then finally, why building your email list is more important than ever right now. And again, I'm going to use tons of examples and stories from my own business as well as those of my students. So that's what this free training is all about. Now, all you need to do is go to amyporterfield.com forward slash build my list in order to sign up for this live free training, amyporterfield.com forward slash build my list. And don't wait because I am going to be there live and I want you there live. Don't sign up and say, I'm just going to catch the replay. We will have a replay, but it's only going to be available for either one to two days. I mean, very, very short cycle of the replay. And we're going to have so much more fun if you're there live. Plus, you get so much more out of a training when you show up live. And of course, I always have extra bonuses when people are there live on the webinar. So if you can do it, show up live, mark your calendar, make it happen. If you're wondering, okay, Amy, I am so busy. I don't have time for this, but I want to be a part of it. How do I know if I'm the right fit for your free training? Let me tell you. Number one, you've been trying to build your email list for months or years, but haven't gained any serious traction that inspires you to keep going. You are perfect for my free training. Number two, you've had some success in the past, but you're starting to realize that what used to work with list building now barely even brings in a small trickle. You, my friend, are right for the training. Or maybe you feel like you've fallen behind on all the most current strategies, like Facebook Live and paid ads and Insta stories and all that good stuff. But you sure as heck don't want your competitor to have the edge. So you know this is stuff you need to learn come on the live training. And finally, if you don't currently have a list of 2,500 subscribers, and if that list is not growing every single week, you are perfect for this live training. So again, amyporterfield.com forward slash build my list. It will take you to the registration page where you can sign up. Do not forget I am there live. So I hope you will show up there live as well. If you catch this after the live webinar, you'll likely hit a page that says it's over, but give it a shot just depending on when you're listening. Okay, guys. Thank you so very, very much for being here with me. I am so very lucky that I get to share all of these list building strategies with you. And I hope I will see you on the live webinar as well, where I get down to even more detail. That reminds me, if you liked the strategy around enhancing your confirmation email, the what this says about you email, and you want to see some examples of it, I'm going to be showing some examples in this free live training. So if you want me to go into even more detail around that strategy, meet me on the live webinar. Okay, guys, have a wonderful morning, noon or night, wherever you are in the world. And I will see you again next week. Bye for now.